Hello, hello, Blurds and Blurdettes. TJ and JD coming back at you with yet again another episode of the Being Effing For Real pod. And boy, has a lot of random news happened this week. First things first, rest in peace, Angus Cloud, also known as Fez on Euphoria, unfortunately passed away two days ago at the age of 25. So young, so young, so tragic. Lizzo apparently is abusive and a sexual harasser, and they clone Tyrone as the hottest movie on Netflix. Boy, can't boy, we cannot wait to dive into all these topics today. But first things first, how are you doing today, TJ? You know the drill. Um, I'm doing great, y'all. I mean, minus the fact that um I use expired gel, and now my eyelids have bumps on them. Um, I'm doing amazing here. It's just very irritating and it's itchy. Um, so yeah, throw away your products. Life lesson. Throw away your products and get some new ones. Um, yeah. Oh, exciting news. Yesterday, um, I finally watched the finale of Cruel Summer. Ah, it was so good. It was so good. So, we we figured out who killed Luke, right? So, at mm-hmm. first, we think it's his brother, right? So, Luke escaped the cabin where, they, for the, where the girls left him. And he traveled off to the docks. And he paged his brother to come and get him. And his brother came. And then him and his brother got into an argument. Because apparently their dad, who's an awful person, um, blamed, blamed, the, blamed their mother's death on Luke. And so Luke told Brent, who is his brother, that um that actually it wasn't his fault and his mom was drunk. And then Brent like threw a fit and he pushed Luke off the um the dock. And Luke hit his head on the dock ladder really hard and fell into the water. And so Brent dived into the water to try and get him and um didn't work. So he thought he drowned. So he went home to his dad and his dad was like, Don't worry about it. No son of mine is going to jail. So the dad basically was going to place the blame on Isabella for his son's murder, knowing that his his other son killed his other son, right? A hot mess. So now I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. You were going to blame a whole murder on an innocent black woman just so your white son could get opportunities and so you can carry on your dynasty absolutely not this is just a long line and sucky things that he's done not only did he blame his wife's death on his son but he's just also very very weird and turns a blind eye to his son's activities like his older son brent was literally making tapes of minor girls and he was like don't worry about it it's water under the bridge under the bridge and then his son brent assaulted um isabella and the dad saw and he came over and he was like oh what was that about and he was like don't worry about it it's just boys being boys you'll be fine sir if you don't move i hate steve chambers he needs to go so basically um they videotaped the girls videotaped them um interrogating luke before he died of course and that's when isabella shot his ear with the gun and so that was on tape 
And so they were like, we need to destroy this tape. So I guess Megan gave the tape to Isabella to destroy. But turns out there was a tape. So Megan and Isabella had a fight. And then there was a tape showed up to the police office. And it was of Megan holding the gun and Luke yelling at her for shooting him. And so it seems as though Isabella edited the tape to make it look like Megan was the culprit, right? And so they arrested Megan. And so then the brother, Brent, who knew that he killed Luke, was like, wait a minute. So we're going to let Megan go to jail for this because that's our oldest friend. That's Luke's girlfriend. He loved her. I love her. And the dad was like, yeah, well, it's better her than you. And he was like, wait a minute, you're dating her mom. What do you mean? And so the dad is just selfish. But anywho, the whole fact they didn't step in, this man didn't step into action until he saw that his bestie was going to jail. They were all just going to let Isabella take the fall for this. Like, what? That don't make no sense to me. Anywho, so the brother goes to jail and he confesses and he gets arrested and Megan gets let free, right? And so all of a sudden we see Isabella on a plane to Ibiza, right? And she meets this girl on the plane. She's like, yeah, I was just in this beautiful town on the water for a year with my best friend, Megan. And she's so nice and beautiful and loyal. And then the girl's like, oh, well, I guess we can be new friends since we're going to Ibiza. And he's like, yeah, I guess we can. She's like, what's your name? And Isabella's like, my name is Lisa. Ah, girl. Girl. It's giving Joe from you real heavily. <laughs> Very much so giving Joe from you very much so giving joe from you and so basically megan uh obviously can't go to college anymore because her scholarship got revoked um so she goes home and one of her friends measures her about an opportunity to code in california so she's all happy and dandy and then she goes to the docks and, like sits down and you know she's grieving luke and then all of a sudden she notices there's a camera in the trees this point at the docks so she's a hacker so she hacks the camera to watch the footage turns out oh friend this where this is where i was gashed so we get to the lake we see the lake and then we see luke luke has crawled his way out of the water right he's on death's door he looks awful he's he's basically dead at this point and so isabella's there and i'm like girl how'd you get here what are you doing here and so isabella looks down at him and she picks up her shoe. She got on heels. Picks up her heel. Places it on his head. Pushes his head down into the water. Dead. And then kicks him back into the lake. And walks away. And I was like, ah. Ah. <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, she kicks him back in the lake. She walks away. And so I was like, oh, my God. Not she being Joe Goldberg. Wait, is that his last name? Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, my God, girl. Not you don't have to fight with a new identity onto the next victim. How you done murdered this man? First of all, okay, listen, 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 listen. I'm still sticking beside her. I'm still sticking beside her. That's still my girl. 
the main point is she came through town and tore down a white family in power who were terrible people and then caught a flight to Ibiza. I'm sorry. I have no choice but to stand. Like, that's mother. What do you mean you came through town, tore down this disgusting family, and then left? Like, nothing happened. Please. She ate that in my book. And anyways, hold on. Anyways, it was a mercy killing. Because if you could have seen that man, friend, he was basically dead. And it's 2000. It's January 1st, 2000. So what's she going to do? Run home? Because you didn't have a car. Who's going to run home? Call the cops? By the time they get back to the lake, she's going to be dead already. And then they're going to have to explain why he has a bullet hole in his ear. Then it would have been a whole mess. So she did the world a favor. Oh, and friend, I made some tweets. Oh, these people hate me, friend. I done caused controversy on Twitter, friend. Man, hold on. Let me tell you. So I said, um, let me tell you what I said. Because I said a few things. Uh, oh, I said Isabella wreaked havoc, wreaked havoc in her heels and hopped a flight to Ibiza. <laughs> okay, so I said, the fact that Steve Chambers knew his son killed Luke but was going to blame it on an innocent, to his knowledge, black woman. Because to his knowledge, Isabella was innocent. So I was like, that's really weird. And then somebody was like, her being black had nothing to do with it. And I was like, the point flew right over your head. And this girl is really annoying because she keeps commenting on my stuff, what I say about the show. It turns out she's a really weird person, like religiously and like politically wise. Because she was like a stuff about um, like fat, fat phobia and like homophobia and stuff. So I'm like, oh, girl, like, oh, get away from me. And they kept seeing her being like nothing to do with it. Like, um, the point flew right over your head. First of all, this man is a white man in a small town. He owns all the businesses in this town. He employs virtually everyone. And he allows his two white sons to wreak havoc through the town and through the world with no consequence, right? And then this black girl comes to town. And as far as he knows, she's very virtually nice. But as soon as his son dies, he's ready to place the blame of his murder on a black woman. Like, there's no, like, am I the only person who thinks that's weird? And, like, no, my tweet got, like, 300 likes. So, no, I'm not the only person. Like, that's weird to me. Mm. Like, it's kind of giving, it's kind of giving something not good. Um, and then I also said, um, I said Megan was so annoying. Like, your man was a weirdo and you're still defending him because she found out that Luke was making a tape of her. And then also Luke was going to purposely put up a tape of a minor at the party. But he actually grabbed the wrong tape. So he grabbed his and his and Megan's tape instead of one of his brother's tapes. But he was going to knowingly put a tape of a minor up at a party full of adults and other people just to, like, get out of a situation that he put himself in. Mm-hmm. And so then the, then the girl went home and she was like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, da, da, da. It's like, girl, 
you want to forgive Luke, but you don't want to forgive Isabella. Like, it's not giving to me. And so I said, Megan was so annoying. Like, your man was a weirdo and you're still defending him. Now your man gone and so it's his disgusting family. Isabella won because she did. And then the same girl who said the other comment was like, you're disgusting. And I was like, it's a show lighting up. And she was like, I'm light as a cucumber. Thank you very much. Clearly not, girl. I gave her the Delulu Award. You see, friend? I put the Delulu Award uh, meme because she was weird. Like, she's very weird. And she's like, I am a bee. Thank you very much. But kind of makes you one, too, since you want to say clearly not after I said I was. Well, you're not, girl, because if you lighten up, you won't be around here calling people disgusting for talking about a show. Like, you're a party pooper. And you're weird. Like, I looked through her likes. Like, ugh. Get a life. Anywho. <laughs> yeah, I caught some discourse on the Cruel Summer Twitter. Um, but you know what? I have fun, friend. The show is over for now. Um, but they ate that. Was it better than season one? <gasps> you know what? I don't know. People keep comparing it, and I find it so hard to do because it's such different premises. Yeah. But, like, yes, this season one gagged me. Yes. But is Isabella the best character to come out the show? Yes. So it's like, oh, in the plot twist. Like the internal conflict. Yeah, like, I don't know which one's better. I like them both. I, I was going to ask you, did they did they officially renew it for season three, like, ahead of season two's release? Or that's yet to be decided on? I don't know, friend. Mm. I hope so, because this is like Freeform's best show. Yeah, especially their most popular with, show. Um, you know all the strikes going on right now. Like, <clears throat> you know, some shows. It's kind of like their futures are just kind of really up in the air at the moment. You know, they're either delayed, some shows haven't been renewed, some might be canceled. So it's kind of a scary situation. Yeah, it's uh, it's a mess. Yeah, it's a whole mess. And it's like, uh, our, like, what are we going to watch if we don't have actors? I'm like, pay them. Pay your actors. Pay your writers. Mm-hmm. What's so difficult? Like, like we get you want to be on a yacht, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. But I want a new season of Umbrella Academy. Right. And- I think it's so interesting because when I was reading more into this, like, you know, you see some of these hollywood actors complaining like a-list hollywood actors if i may correct myself that you know are complaining about underpayment but that's just so ironic and a bit entitled to me because how are you one to complain about that when you're one of the highest paid actors in hollywood like you should be like using your voice and platform as an a-list actor or actress to amplify the underpayment of the cast and crew such as visual effects artists, makeup artists, costume designers, even extras in the movie or TV show, those are the ones that go home underpaid into their, like their one-bedroom apartment. It's, it's For sure. Reality. For sure, friend, because though it really put into perspective how much people get paid. When I uh, watched this TikTok of this girl talking about how much she gets paid as an actress, I mm-hmm. forgot her name, but she's like, you know, a... Um, not an A-list actress, but I, I know of her. Um, she's talking about how, you know, she gets this paycheck, but then she has to give it to her manager, her publicist, like this employee, that employee. 
disappointed that employer. So at the end of the day, she doesn't take a home her full paycheck for herself. So I wonder, like, how much are these A-list celebrities taking home from their big paychecks? That's my curiosity. And to build off of what you said about AI, it's quite interesting because the most recent season of Black Mirror, if those who saw it, you know what I'm talking about, the very first episode in season six, Joan is Awful, in which that episode had put a focus on AI taking over Hollywood as well as deep fake. Well, I guess deep fakes technically go hand in hand with AI. But anyways, so Black Mirror, I wouldn't be, it's like, ugh, how am I going to strip over my words again? But I, but I think the scary reality that we're living in, friend, I wouldn't be surprised if 10 or 20 years from now that actors would, and just like filmmakers as a whole, regardless if you're an actor, a cinematographer, a director, or a writer, they won't even need that anymore if they'll just completely generate like an entire season of a TV show or like a full length movie, like through an AI simulation that like, like they're already like mimicking like music artists' voices. Like I'm sure you've heard like some of those covers, like Drake singing Ice Spice or Tim singing Rihanna or just something along those lines. And I believe that they tried to do the same thing with Ice Cube and he tried to file a lawsuit, but of course that lawsuit was a little beyond his paycheck, so he lost the case. Mm-hmm. And then I think right now it was J-Lo that I heard recently that she's also suing AI because the, but it's like, I'm thinking to myself, were you not the one that signed away your likeness? So it's like, you really duped yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the funniest thing to come out this AI situation is the SpongeBob songs. <laughs> okay. Those are valid. I'm sure, like, uh... Um, there was this one on, like, have you seen, like, all the Brother Patrick videos of Patrick, like, singing, like, all the Baptist church songs? Yeah. Oh, did you see Patrick sing, singing Pound Town? <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you see the one of Patrick singing Barry White, where it's just like, you're my first, my everything. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, but the whole AI situation thing is so ghetto. Because at first, I thought, okay, this is cute, this is fun. But then all of a sudden, AI is like stealing stuff and making stuff. Really quick. And if you put like, I know like the fanfic writers are worried about AI. Cause like you put your stuff in AI, then like people steal your stuff and da 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 da. It's a whole mess. Like, uh, all I wanted to do was make cute pictures and have funny mm-hmm. voices. Uh, Aside from the AI mimicking music artists' voices and using like the deep fakes, there's also. I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but there's this AI generator where you literally just type in a random word and it'll just create art like right before your very eyes in seconds. Like, let's say I type in the word the Terminator, like the system will paint an image to me of what they think the Terminator means. And you're obviously going to think of like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Well, that actually wasn't it. It was like a much realistically scarier looking version. Mm. Yeah, and the whole art off aspect, I certainly know that the artists are worried. Like, I see it all over Twitter. And people were asking artists, like, oh, is this your art or is it AI? And it's like, this is an mm-hmm. art page. Why would I be posting AI? Use your brain. Right. Like, you're dumb. Um, and then uh, I, you can't replace actors with AI. Like, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be the same. 
They don't have. Ooh, man. Speaking, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but just so you know, it doesn't slide on my other ear. Um, so as to build off of artists and visual effects, um, creatives. You know that Disney's under a really big lawsuit right now because remember the show Secret Invasion, like it it just concluded this past week with, with Nick yeah. and Jackson. That the opening title sequence that wasn't created by the visual effects team at Disney, that was completely generated by AI. That's so weird. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, friend, so yeah. I guess I'll have to tune in to see. Thing. Oh, yeah, it's not really a spoiler. It's definitely a big topic of discussion right now. Because when I saw the first episode, I'm thinking to myself, this looks a little off. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can't say I'm surprised that Disney, of all corporations, is the one generating AI and, like, putting crew members, like, out of payment. Because they're the biggest corporation in the world. The more money they have to them, it really doesn't matter of regardless that they put out quality content or not. Revenue will go to them no matter what. They own like freaking five properties. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't see how you can replace um, an actor with um, an AI because like, they won't have the same emotion. They won't have the same cadence or anything mm-hmm. like that. And then with artistry work, it's just not going to feel authentic or like the same like to a certain degree you can notice a difference if you are like looking for it like Mm -hmm. yes that will work for like children but like for people like us like adults who like see stuff and notice stuff like that's not it's not gonna fly like we definitely notice a difference so I don't know. Like, capitalism ruins everything. Because, like, this was just supposed to be fun. And mm-hmm. y'all just getting ran with it. And I hate you. And Mr. Elon Musk, like, lowered that crazy man. That, oh, like, my God. If you ask me, I feel like we're in this situation really because of him. Because if you go back to, like, 2018, like, five years ago, Musk was talking about this kind of stuff. That, like, he wanted, like, you know, the self-driving cars, which we have now with some of the certain Teslas which I know some of them malfunctioned off of the road. Why are you going to depend on a car to drive for you when you're taking a nap? Like, come on now. And then also I heard, don't quote me on this, but I wouldn't be surprised we said this, that he's working on some sort of like love bot, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Can't make this up. Oh, wow. I wonder how he's testing it. Anywho, um, he also ruined Twitter. Um, Twitter is no longer Twitter. It's now X, which is ugly. It's ghetto. Um, I did not get the update. Thank God. I turned off my automatic updates because you're not about to get me. I, I wish I could say the same because one day I wake up and I, I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, oh. Yeah, apparently the bird's gone for y'all. Yeah, It's literally just an X, whatever that stands for. Uh, from being completely honest, friend, it's probably one of like Elon Musk's like fancy symbols. Cause like I know he literally named his children after like these symbols. They're not even like actual names on their birth certificates. Yeah, it's like X dash two something something something. I don't know, but that's ghetto. Um, it's like a serial number of a like a Terminator robot. Yeah, it's giving somebody social security. Um, I don't, I don't want to update my phone because. I'm going to update the app because I don't want it. So I turn off automatic updates for Twitter um, because you won't catch me. 
Mm-hmm. Half the half of my group chat has gotten X. Half of us have not. So <clears throat> we shall see who's the last one standing. Yes, we shall. It's gonna but be me. In other news, aside from these ongoing strikes, two rather random and surprising news have happened like back to back. First, we find out that actor angus cloud of euphoria who had played the character fez passes away at 25 which condolences to his family because it's just terrible yeah i read into the story that his father had passed away a week before and according to his family they were pretty much alluding that angus had committed suicide because he couldn't um cope with his father's death which that's wow yeah that's horrible also uh, we had the death of Pee Wee Herman. Yes. Um, iconic. Yeah. Iconic childhood person. Just, uh, he was everywhere. So that's extremely sad. Uh, sending condolences to his family as well. And I hope they're both yeah, resting in peace. It's just very saddening, you know, friend, because we just often forget a lot of times that these celebrities <clears throat> are people too. And, like, people are so worried about, like, the future of Euphoria. And it, and it kind of reminded me of the situation when Chadwick Boseman had passed away in 2020. It's like, these these people, they're more than the characters that they play. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's lay them the rest in, in real life. Then we'll find out where the storytelling is going to go. I'm sure the HBO team is going to find some way, shape, or form to pay tribute to him and write them off properly without killing them off, you know? Yeah, it reminds me of the Corey Monteith situation. Um, I know you didn't watch Glee Friend, but um, in the middle of filming a Glee season, Corey Monteith died of a drug overdose. He did tell and, me that. Yeah, he died of a drug overdose, sadly. And they basically um, had a episode and dedicated to him and his character, uh, Finn. It was called mm-hmm. The Quarterback. And they 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 were informed that uh, that Corey gay Finn had died, um, and like all the characters grieved, all the people, all the actors grieved as well. All the actors got to sing um, songs. His girlfriend, uh, fiance Leah Michelle, got to sing a song for him as well. Like everybody was singing, and it was everybody was crying. The tears were genuine. The feelings were genuine. It was you know a very genuine grieving episode. And, um, yeah, I hope that uh, Euphoria is able to do something like that and yeah. really send homage to him. Um, yeah, it's just extremely sad. He was so young. He was so talented. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm sure he had a lot more to, to give. But, I you know, know, people Sorry. people struggle. And, um, yeah, if you, if you ever need anyone to talk to, you know, um, we're here. Our DMs are open. Um, we there's also hotlines and stuff. Like yeah. Mm. Sorry, friend. Um, I was just I was really gonna say the same thing as you actually. You know, I think the best thing that we could take away from this, just always checking on your friends. You know, you just never know. And <clears throat> what was I about to say? I think you really said everything that I would have said to be honest. Yeah. So, mm. next topic on the agenda, Miss Lizzo. <sighs> God, uh, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? It's a uh, lot to take apart. So I um I I saved the post from the impact page on 
being honest. Because Lizzo is known for being, you know, this positive person, this safe space person. Like, she's known for being all these things. And just so for this information to come out, like, for there to be a legal lawsuit about it, it's just so disappointing. Like, so for for y'all that are not aware of what's going on with music artist Lizzo, I shall read to you guys a thread off of the Impact um, page of Instagram. So Lizzo is being sued for sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. Three of Lizzo's former backup dancers have accused her of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. Here are the details. On Tuesday, three of Lizzo's former backup dancers accused a singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. The lawsuit was filed in the Los Angeles Superior Court and named three defendants. Lizzo, also known as Melissa Vivian Jefferson, Lizzo's production company, and Shirley Quigley, dance captain. In the lawsuit, three of Lizzo's backup dancers alleged at a club in Amsterdam that she had pressured them to take turns touching a nude performer's breast, even after they had said no, invited the dancers to which I quote, catch dildos launched from the performer's vaginas and eat bananas protruding from the performer's vaginas. Asking one of her security staff members to strip on stage. Next slide. The dancers also alleged that Lezo subjected them to excruciating 12-hour audition rehearsals after accusing them of drinking before performances. Lizzo allegedly planned to fire and send them home if their performance wasn't good enough. Dancers didn't use the bathroom out of fear of losing their jobs. One dancer, Crystal Williams, argued to Lizzo that they weren't drinking on the job. In response, Lizzo allegedly mocked her and then fired her five days later. One dancer, Ariana Davis, recorded a rehearsal due to wealth and health concerns from an eye condition. In response, Lizzo allegedly called out her weight gain, berated her, and fired her. Davis was then forced to stay in a room while the security staff member searched her phone to make sure that the footage of Lizzo was deleted. She is now suing Lizzo's production company for false imprisonment. The dancer also alleged that they experienced racist and fatphobic discrimination at the hands of company tour members. When asking for downtime comprehension of 50% weekly pay, they were told they were disrespectful before being offered 25% by the accountant. In the lawsuit, they state that only the dance cast comprised of full-figured women of color were spoken into this manner. Additionally, Lizzo's former 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 performers claimed their dance captain, Sherlyn Quigley, was sexually inappropriate. According to the plaintiffs, Quigley described sexual fantasies, simulated oral sex, commented on the sex lives of other dancers, So then, in conclusion, the last side really says, which is really what I was thinking, if these claims are true, they go against all the values that Lizzo's preaches, including positivity, love, and acceptance. All employees deserve to feel safe in working environments and free of discrimination in some way, shape, or form and sexual harassment, which I couldn't have said that any better. Here, friend, let's listen to this real quick. Somebody said um, this was controversial. Let's see. Which one is that? This is a banana bar. That's the banana bar? Yeah, you And then you have the banana, banana in the, in yeah, the yeah, coochie? And, and ping pong bowl. And you have to go. 
She was trying to go to the show where they eat the bananas and the ping pong balls. First of all, that's impressive. I'm sorry. They do their kegels because you shoot it. You know how difficult that is? Shoot up. They do their kegels. Mm. They do. Um, But yeah, she said she's trying to go there. Which, like, why take your dancers with you? I mean, yes, I get it, you know team bonding going somewhere fun with your girls but like those are your those are still your employees so there is a um there's a boundary that needs to be set of the activities that you can do with them mm-hmm. and also coercing someone into doing activity that they don't actually want to do is pretty um strange and weird mm-hmm. and just not it so yeah, yeah. i think you know one of my friends earlier, my friend Gifty, shout out to my friend Gifty. Um, what was it she said? Because she really took the words out of my mouth. I hope she doesn't mind that I quote her. So she had said in response when we were talking about this whole little situation, this is why I don't idolize these celebrities. They will smile in your face to get a dollar, but a lot of them are mean-spirited behind the scenes. A lot of them do effed up BS, but they end up not being held accountable because they're famous. Couldn't have said that any better, Gifty. I think it's a very unfortunate truth. Especially, you know, when you consider that Lizzo's platform was built upon empowering plus-size black girls and women, this is just just dishearteningly ironic that, you know, aside from all the sexual stuff that, like, she berated and just caused a lot of uncomfortability for her dancers that she was so called to pave a way for them. Um, I supported her cause, you know, from day one. Yeah, something else came out as well. Um, So director Sophia Nahil Allison, who dropped out of Lizzo's documentary, says she has built her brand off of lies through a curated facade. She is a narcissistic bully and has built her brand off of lies. I was excited to support and protect a black woman through the documentary process, but quickly learned her image and message was a curated facade. And then she also said, um, she so she dropped out, and then a white man took over. So Lizzo creates an extremely toxic and hostile working environment and undermines the work, labor, and authority of other black and brown women in the process. Notice how the documentary ended up being directed by a cis white man. Uh, and then she also said, to be clear, since I've spoken out, I've had others privately share their very similar experiences, and I have also been affirmed by people who witnessed what I went through. I stand with the dancers and anyone who has had similar experience working with her and her team. These working conditions are not okay. So this is just, uh, it's looking bad. It's looking bad, friend. It's not looking good. I don't know why all the It girls want to start acting up. First, we have Doja with her whole I hate my fans thing. And if you call yourself a kittens, then you need to go get a job and get out your parents' house, that whole situation. And like her whole, oh, this was just some music to sell and da 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 da. This wasn't my real music. But it's like, well, you just released a song that sounds exactly like your other songs. So like, what's, what's, what is it giving? Is not giving different. Then you have Ariana Grande just being a home wrecker, 
and then like that whole situation and like with the married man who plays spongebob in the musical and it's like not the married man and you're married too like what's happening Mm -hmm. ice spice to build off of you she also lost a little bit of support recently the teenager well not only that but you you can hear friend would you like to tell us about that yeah, so basically, um, I saw the video for Delhi, and I was watching it, and I was like, wait a minute, I know that's not who I think it is, mm-hmm. and it was, um, I forgot the girl name, but she was popular on TikTok, like, two years ago or something, um, because she was young, and she was, like, you know, doing all this provocative stuff, basically, like, a Malu 2.0, um, and so I was like, oh, well, maybe, like, she's not a minor anymore, I don't know how old she was back then either. But no, she's still a minor. She's still 16. So it's like, uh, why you got her twerking in your video as a minor? And then we have all these men reacting to this video, like going hype over this over this booty shaking. And then like they're looking at a minor's body. So it's just like, uh, it's bad optics for everyone. Especially because these guys more than likely don't even know who she is. Like, they think she's like, you know, an, a, of, an age, of, of age girl. So it just makes everybody look bad, and it's just not it. Like, you could have had anybody else. There was no reason to put a 16-year-old in your music video. Not a singular reason. Yeah, friend. To build, to build off of you, friend, real case scenario, to your point, they don't know who this girl is, but you know how a lot of these guys function. It's like they want to know who she is. It's like I really hope for this girl's sake that if she has Instagram, that she either deactivates it or who knows, maybe she doesn't have Instagram at all. Because she does. Happen. I hope that she doesn't have to go through what the Home Depot girl did for those who know about that situation that she got docs and everything, lost her job. Yeah, she's, she was already very popular on the TikTok platform and the internet itself for being so young and being provocative. And she also does have an Instagram in her last Instagram post uh, or her latest one that I saw. Um, mm-hmm. from somebody else's video was her was of her on her 16th birthday like she had her 16th birthday balloons and cake and stuff so it's very obvious that she's 16 so mm-hmm. if anybody goes there and like you're going to you know find her and you know do all that stuff like you you can't lie and say you didn't know she was 16 because it's on the front page i think ice spice has definitely climbed down the stairs after hanging out with Nicki Minaj. I, I can't be the only one that noticed this. Oh. And to build off of this whole 16-year-old situation, she also, considering, I mean, at least from what I see, a lot of Ice Spice supporters are dark-complexioned black women. And there was an interview from, I think it was maybe like two months ago now or something like that, I just vividly remember that Ice Spice had also lost some support because of in a particular interview that when she was asked about the um, question of colorism like affecting like the hip hop game, not even just the hip hop game, but the music game in general, like, you know, of how that had influenced maybe her career and like, you know, and I just, I remember her exact words, but I just remember she had said some really sly stuff like she was obviously really annoyed about it and yeah she just really lost support after that mm-hmm. like if she didn't want to answer the question whatever but the way that she answered it she's like why are we still talking about this and i can understand like you know why her supporters were upset by that response because of course that's easy for her to say you know yeah 
Yeah. Hold on, Fred. You're I'm good. trying to get the um. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. Uh, I just I don't see a reason for this to be the case. How old is Ice Spice? If you know, she's um twenty three, right? She's born in two thousand, I think, mm. or two thousand one, something like that. I was just asking because, like I said been hanging out a lot with Nicki Minaj lately and people were were speculating that Ice Spice is being groomed by Nicki Minaj but isn't she already in her 20s? Yeah she's 23. Yeah so I don't know why people came to that conclusion. Yeah it's um it's weird. Well not to say that you can't be um you know manipulated when you're older Uh, because that does happen. Isn't Nikki 40? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Nikki, um, her whole thing with her husband is just not it. Yeah. Um, we were talking about, um, oh yeah, we were talking about Lizzo before that, mm-hmm. you know, like my good friend Gifty said, I think, you know, me and you being older people, we know better than to over-idolize celebrities. But at the same time, you take it into another perspective that majority of Lizzo's fan base consists of a younger demographic that are plus-size black girls. And when you take into consideration that it's not every day that they see representation to that kind of magnitude, the girls that look like them, like in Lizzo, only being that representation. And if these allegations are true, that's completely down the drain. Like I said before, that Lizzo, that supposedly she was trying to claim away for this kind of representation, but who knows if that was just completely for show now, which that, that's honestly an even sadder thought. Yeah, I mean, the, the director made it sound like it's completely for show and it's a sham. And that this is a facade that she used to, you know, get to where she is. Mm-hmm. Which is disgusting. Out of mm-hmm. all the celebrities, um, I definitely did not expect the type of behavior from Lizzo. Yeah. I'm not even a Lizzo stan, but I know what type of um type of persona that she puts out. Yeah. And she has certain expectations. And I just this wasn't it. But we should have known, we should have known when she came up with the whole Chris Brown situation. I was just about to say that, for what I remember, that's her favorite person in quotations, mm-hmm. which the side eye is starting to make a little more sense. Yeah, it's giving not it, giving weird. Like, why is that your favorite person? Your favorite person out of everybody that you could have chose? No, no. You could have chose Beyonce. Like, be serious. Like, she could have chose like any other. Music or she chose Chris Brown. This Literally fun. anyone. Okay, um, is there any more pop culture news? We talked about Lizzo <laughs> and this cloud, the strikes in Hollywood going on. Um, mm. oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is coming out soon. Yes, it is. I'm actually interested to see that because the animation reminds me of the Spider Verse movies. Um, is it the same cast from the other movie? 
the for the turtles. Actor. Yeah. No, it's a new cast that they actually got actual kids this time, which oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's are they black? Like some. I'm actually kind of wondering that now. <laughs> Let's see. I know the new April O'Neil is a black girl, but I don't know about the turtles. Yep. Um, Donatello's voice Oh, actor. Michelangelo is black. Michelangelo and Donatello are black, but not Leonardo and Raphael. Well, you know. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. April's black. Jackie Chan is Splinter. Oh, my. Oh, mm-hmm. this, this voice cast is stacked. They got Ice Cube, Paul Rudd, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, Paul Rudd. Post Malone. Post Malone. That's so random. Seth Rogen and Ice Cube. What was your um other point? Oh, so another point that I was going to bring up. Did you hear about what happened to Cardi B? Oh, with the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I'm sorry. That's hilarious. So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> eh, well, you know I can't stand Cardi B, so I laughed a little bit. But at the end of the day, regardless how I feel for Cardi B, it's like, look. Okay, so I'll use myself for example. You know my distaste for Cardi B, but I'm not going to go to a concert just so I could throw a drink at her. That's just childish. Like, why would you do that? It's just like, and I've been noticing like this trend lately of people just throwing stuff on stage. Like, the mom's ashes. Yeah, Somebody threw their mother's you... ashes at pink. Right. For what? That's crazy. I'm and sorry. I'm sure you saw the one with Kid Cudi where he literally said, if I see one more thing on the stage that I'm leaving and someone tried to test him, threw a soda can at him, and then he just canceled the whole concert, walked off stage. Well, that's a waste of money. Now you look dumb. Right. He already got paid. You wasted your cash. And everybody else's cash. Yeah. If it was like, if it was back in the day, he would have been jumped. And another thing, it's like, why doesn't security do their jobs? It's like, you see these people, like, throwing stuff on the stage. And not even just to mention that, but did you hear about, I think it was, was it, I think it was Monica at a Monica concert or something like that, that there was this woman that was getting her ass beat by her boyfriend and the security didn't do anything and Monica had to call it out. Oh my God, that's crazy. You know what? My friend recently went to the Big Time Rush concert. Mm-hmm. And he said that um, when the when the band members like ran into the the crowd, there were like people like pushing each other. There's this one dude who was pushing girls out the way for his girlfriend so she can get to the front, and uh, he ended up pushing this one girl. She ended up falling, and like nobody helped her except for my friend. Um, so yeah, like the security were there, but like nobody ended up helping her. So she was just like laying on the ground. She said she was laying on the ground like Patrick Star. <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, why would you say that? But yeah, so I was like, oh, poor girl, that's so like... embarrassing. Yes, I was like, oh no, poor girl, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> like I, like that's really dangerous. Especially because the girls were like going crazy and like trying to knock each other over and stuff. She could have been trampled. So I'm glad my friend was uh, was there to help her. But yeah, security at these shows is seriously lacking. 
Like, everybody needs to um, step up and do their jobs better. Because at the end of the day, you know, this just reminds me of the, uh, like, this would be dangerous for both the audience and the, um, the performer, because this reminds me of the Christina Ritchie situation. You know who Christina Ritchie was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like her situation where she was, you know, at the meet and greet, and somebody ended up shooting her. And it's like, where was the security? It's so beyond me. There was no reason for her to die. Like, do your job. Anyways, y'all, thank you once again for tuning into the Being Effort for Real pod. This is TJ and JB signing off. But before we sign off, let's give away our socials. As usual, you could follow me on TikTok, Threads, Instagram, um, at Blurred Equal Vibes. It's just the same handle for all of them. I made it easy for y'all. Would you like to give away yours, TJ? Uh, don't forget to check out our socials. Follow us on Instagram at Being Effing for Real pod. Follow us on Twitter at being effing for real with the number four. Follow us on TikTok at BFFRPod3. And follow us on Letterboxd at being effing for real pod. And our um, socials are also in the description per usual. And in our link trees. So we'll catch you guys in the next app if you want to hear us talk about the clone Tyrone. If you didn't watch the movie, Watch the movie right this second. No excuses. No, I don't care is... if you're. I don't care if you're driving. <laughs> I don't care if you're holding a baby. I don't care if you're in jail. Watch it right now. Yeah, because this Cause is going to be a very spoiler. Well, it's just going to be a very much spoiler-filled review. So keep it warm. Extremely and support black people. <laughs> you don't watch it. You're anti. So if you're not black, you don't watch it. You're anti-black. And if you're black, you don't exactly. watch it. You're cool. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Don't let us catch you being a coon. We'll come to the screen and hit you. <laughs> You'll get jumped. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Here's we're checking out. See y'all. <laughs>